Shut up, I love it. Jumapel, shut up. I love it. I'm Joe Cabello, here with... Sasha Filer. And this is... Shut up. I, I can't do I can't do the accent. Shut up, I love it's it. It's kind of hard with shut up. Like, I don't think I'd know how to do a French accent with saying shut up. Shut up. Yeah, I think it's... Shut up. Okay. Yeah, shut, shut up. up. I, Adding I a little uh, uh at the end uh. of any word. Is that the hack? Like, yes. It is. We uh, are here to talk to returning guests uh, on this podcast, which is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, misunderstood, misloved, miss, missed, missed, something missed. Like The Mist. Some people like mist. would talk about The Mist. Great film. Oh, great film. Very good Stephen King novel in general. Joining <laughs> us today, uh, she's an actress, a life coach. You could see her in many, many commercials. You can also see her uh, on Superstore. Welcome, Irene White. I love it. Hello, bonjour, mes amis. Oh, can you there have you a French accent going the entire <laughs> interview? I would die. It would be I, perfect. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I, I can try. I can try. It might become painful for you. I don't know how easy that is to do. It would I would have a headache within 15 minutes of me trying to do that accent the whole time. I think it it, it, it wouldn't last a long time, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless just, I have my wine. Oh, oh well, why don't it's, you? It's too early. It's too early. <laughs> and how do we say wine in French? Vino? Vin. V-I-N. Vin. That's crazy. So, verre, du, verre du vin rouge, a glass oh of my red God. wine. Let's just let's just check in. You're how, good at since it. Since the last time you were here, how yeah. how much better are you at speaking French? So here's what I'm going to tell you about how I speak oh. French. So I, in general, I'm 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 functional. I'm like pretty good. I mean, I'm fine. I'm not okay. fluent, but I'm not afraid to make mistakes, and I'm not afraid to look stupid. So when I go to France. I speak French, and if people answer me in English, in French, then I say, thank you so much, but I'd like to practice my French. And then they're like, oh, ooh, la la, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> And then they speak French with me very quickly, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, but that yeah, so like my, my French Spanish. is pretty good. Yeah, my that's, French that's, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah you get good. it. Yeah, 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 no, that's, I, I get it too, yeah. I totally know what it's like. You. You you look uh, better in front of if it's anything like what my experience in Spanish like you look better in front of people gathered around you who don't speak a word of French. Right. Yes, but they're like she's our like guiding light. Yeah, yeah, she's our our French mistress. Yeah, and and but but uh, but they know they they know. Yeah. They, they know. know immediately. They know. They, like, I think, oh, my accent is really good. And then they're like, are you American? Uh, and I'm like, oh. Mm, yes. Like, you're not we, supposed to know. I'm supposed to hide. Yeah. Uh, Occasionally, I'll get asked if I'm, like, Irish or English. Ooh, but they, that's nice. They can, tell, they can tell I'm not French. They can tell that. So uh, There's well, a lot, too. It's not just the accent, right? Like, there's a whole vibe that they're There's reading. a whole well, flag. American flag. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely that. wearing a sweatshirt that's, like. Yeah. You know, with an American flag on it, and it's like holding a yeah. big flagpole with the yeah, American these flag colors don't around. run. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, like that that definitely gives it away. We appreciate you <laughs> yeah. over here in the states <laughs> whenever you're representing. So thank you. Thank we you for need your it. service. Um, yeah, Irene, what are you here to talk about on Shut Up, I Love It? Okay, listen, I'm here to talk about Emily in Paris. Okay, the TV show Emily in Paris, which is on Netflix. Yeah, uh, there have been three seasons of it i have eaten up all of them single like a chocolate croissant oh <laughs> um, the first season premiered in like what my friends call the high pandy um high pandemic oh, what a cute name so, oh no. so, <laughs> yes, cute, cute name Adorable. for a terrible period of life uh but during the high pandy so it came out in like fall of 2020 mm -hmm. so i i saw that whole season in one day Whoa. and then but then the, le the next two seasons, I've paced myself. I mean, I okay. have watched all of them, but I've, I've paced myself because it's too delicious. Like right, the chocolate you want to savor it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like we're I've not high like, I've got to savor it. 
Yeah. No, we're not high pandy. I don't know what we are now. Yeah, but those, those we're, not days. High, we're not high pandy anymore. Uh, yeah, we're bar- barely a pandy. This, if you ask yeah, me. barely pandy. We're barely yeah. pandy. Yeah. Um. So, as as you are consuming this season one, let's just take you yeah. you know right back. Uh, yeah. Are you feeling great? Like watching it? Like is this everything you wanted it to be? Okay, I will tell you that, so I had read the reviews of it. And first of all, let me say something about it. The title was originally, um, I don't know that you would call it a pun, but it was supposed to be Emily in Paris. Like they yeah. were supposed to rhyme. I, it was going to be my question. We just, yeah. we just say Emily in Paris. So, <laughs> so yeah, but it was supposed, they were supposed to rhyme. I'm the um, annoying guy who still yeah, calls it emily and paris like i'm great i'm that person so i love that good for you that you're really <laughs> good um so i the going back to watching the first season like it's a darren star show and um i loved sex in the city mm. when it was on mm-hmm. i loved it i loved it i loved it and so i was like oh my god i'm gonna love this it's also the same costume designer that did sex in the city mm. patricia fields and so I was like, this is going to be incredible. So my initial reaction to it was that it was terrible. <laughs> like, really awful. Like, a terrible representation of Americans, a terrible representation of the French, a terrible representation of the city of Paris. Croissants, yet, too. Croissants. And yet, I loved it. <gasps> like it's hard to reconcile okay. loving something that you know is not good. Now it has gotten much better. Like the it French got- wine. Yes, like the French wine. It's aged. It's aged well. They, they heard. They heard some criticisms from the first season. Okay, because you know it's one of those shows where they the whole thing comes out, and so yeah. they they obviously heard some of the feedback the Mm -hmm. very loud feedback about the show (laughs) and they've they've made some changes Mm. um but the so the first season is particularly um i don't know what's how do you say it in in french in french what what is Uh, well it's interesting they have this whole storyline about ringard r-i-n-g-a-r-d which means tacky and so I sort of think the entire oh. first season is a little Ringard. Ringard. So yes. and when you say it was, it's it's terrible. I forget exactly what word here. It was entertaining. It's not terrible in its uh, entertainment or storytelling, but in these the more details of it. Um, is that okay? What you're so th- it was. I would say the first season, the storytelling is not very good. It's very obvious. It's very um, the first season. There's zero subtlety to it. And then there's a bunch of things that are just wrong. Like all the French people speak English fluently to her, Mm. which is not going to happen when you're over there. And um, she goes over there to, I mean, and also, I mean, like, (coughs) Sasha, you'd be able to speak to this. But the reason she even gets this job in Paris is because her boss is pregnant. Right. And her boss is also 50 years old so uh, mm-hmm. you're like why is this character pregnant <laughs> yeah and why even though this character is pregnant this character is not going to take this job that she really wants yeah and she's going to give it to this young girl like doesn't make any the setup the is first... very questionable oh question i mean that's a kind way to say it it's like nonsensical it doesn't you're like i this is coincidence after coincidence i can't get on board with this why are there only eight episodes? That's that. That was my thinking. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Maybe yeah. I, I had a different feelings. You did. Let's yeah. reveal them right I, I away, he- Joe. I want to hear your feelings. I think, okay, it is simple, but the, the yes. show is a comedy. Like it, I don't For think, sure. I don't think, I think it's even more of a comedy than a sex in the city, which is very funny, but at its heart is more of a, a drama and, you know, with more dramedy, you could even say of Sex in the City. But I think this is a, meant to be a hard comedy, and I can only speak to what I've seen of it so far. I haven't seen all three seasons or anything. Mm-hmm. But even her getting the job felt like, oh, she's a really talented, competent person in her lane. Yes, and yes, I agree with you about that. I agree. So with you about I thought that. she deserved it, although the yeah, job. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought she did deserve, and it made sense. This uh, the boss to me, I it read as oh, this life shift happened, and I'm not the problematic boss character. My oh my, my god, you're so much kinder than I am. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, no, no, totally. Um, but I just and saw it as like that boss character was serving not the function that a lot of boss characters usually do of being an impediment to the character or something they were the mentor so it was like oh cool i am handing you off i'm not going to be part of the series maybe she comes back i I don't know yeah does she she come back she is yes she is a part of the series. so i'm wrong and everything but uh, (laughs) but that's how i read it but i will say for the pilot in the second episode that is the case that you you think because it's kate walsh and you think oh well that for some reason, she came in and did one day of work and had a great time. Yeah, and yeah. Left. She does actually come back. Yeah. And if there's any 50 year old woman who could easily get pregnant with the same uh, ability as a 20 year old woman, it's Kate Walsh. So I guess you know what? That's fine. I'm being. I'm not being generous. <laughs> I'm not being generous. Um, she accidentally but, uh, froze her eggs and accidentally implanted. Yes, look, anything is possible. I don't mean to come down on 50-year-old women who want to have babies. I don't want to have a baby. So but you all have very, graduated. Can, can, we just sidebar, can you just sidebar that you have graduated to having a dog? I do have a dog. But yeah. last time we saw you, you were a very strict, hardcore cat person. Cat person, yep. Like, mm, you can like be both. in your yeah. face, baby. And now you yeah. are happy, proud dog mom. Yes, it's been... Um, challenging oh it's been you challenging yes for me yeah because yeah. Dog i had never had a puppy outside uh but there's that i just had never had a puppy so i yeah. the the um for me the loss of freedom has been profound mm, yes because cats you can kind of oh yeah them for 24 hours or some people even more than that but uh you know i can't do that with her and also, I don't really want to do that with her. No. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. At the very beginning, there were multiple times that I almost drove to Fresno and left her in a trash can. <laughs> but because I that's didn't. where, yeah, that's the famous trash can I, in Fresno. Well, I Fresno, where yes, you put but I didn't dog. want her to be able to find her way home. But now we are doing really well. <laughs> but it's been a real, a real challenge. And I guess going back to the baby thing. People have said to me, they're like, oh, like having a puppy is like having a baby. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I guess having had a puppy, I'm like, I can't imagine what it's like to have a baby. If it's like Mm. this, it must be really hard. Well, there are people who have both. Well, you have both. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, different, but you're here to tell the tale. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's definitely the closest it comes to having a baby is to have a dog. That's for sure. (laughs) <laughs> but uh but yeah but uh yeah but then babies are i don't know they like need more even more i'm sure they do but i guess what i think is like at least with the baby one of the things that was hard with this dog she's asleep over here on the floor which is why i keep i was surprised that she's so uh, well behaved while yeah, you're saying bad is. things about her um is that like with a baby, I feel like you'd be able to like look at the baby and be like, okay, you're human, I'm human. I can probably mm-hmm. divine what it is that you need. Oh. And with the dog, I would be like, I don't know what, you oh. have everything you could possibly need, don't you? But you're very unhappy. So oh, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this she's is, fine. this is, she, she's great, I think, from she's what I wonderful. see on Instagram. She's no, amazing. she's great. She's a good girl. She's a very um, good girl and I love her. And that's what the character of the boss says about her child, right? <laughs> she's like, she's asleep on the floor. <laughs> she's a good girl. <laughs> no, um, you know, it's funny, like, as we're talking about this, I'm reconsidering my hard line on Kate Walsh having a baby. Because you know what? I don't need to be in her uterus. She can do whatever she wants. If that character wants oh. to have a baby, have at it. Well, I will and say, oh, go ahead, Sasha. No, just the spontaneity with which she got pregnant was a little, like, easy. Like, yeah, like, oh, you know, but you know what? Spoilers, everybody, for Dead to Me. So close your ears, open them in 10 oh. seconds. Same thing happens maybe in Dead to Me to people who are not 30 years old. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think we're used to it being dramatic, either in TV or in life. It's always a dramatic situation when an older yeah. woman 
is pregnant. And this show does yeah. not treat it as a dramatic situation. Yes, yes, that's right. So that's maybe they right. are breaking bar- barriers out of all things. They are. Being. They are. They're like, it's no big deal. She's pregnant. Okay. Since both of you revealed your feelings about the first watch of the pilot, right? I'm going to reveal mine. Because uh, I was teaching a script anatomy and still am, but at the same time, People were like, oh, Emily in Paris. I'm like, okay, it's definitely a pilot. I should watch and be aware of it. I hated it the first time I saw it. I was like, <laughs> okay. human garbage, my thought. Tell me. Tell me more. That's all. That was literally mm. the one like like blinking red light. Human garbage. Mm-hmm. Human garbage. That's it. You know, I was like, I don't like her. Where's, uh, it's not funny. Where's the drama? Like, there's n- like, what am I doing with this stuff? It's so easy. All the French people presented as stereotypes. She's not... Interest, whatever. I have to say, in the second watch, it did better for me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that my second watch actually was better, too, um, because... I, because uh, I will say, that, so I'm a huge Francophile. I love France. And I guess the truth is, some of my feelings about, uh, I guess, Kate Walsh saying I'm not going to go and all this, is that, like, I would never turn it down. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what's going on in my yeah. life. If somebody was like, you're going to get to go to Paris mm-hmm. and work, I would be like, terrific. I got to postpone my chemo because I got to go yeah. to Paris. <laughs> like, I would do, yeah. like... I can't imagine a situation where I would be like, anyway, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess when I was watching the show the first time, I felt like the character of Emily did not appreciate it enough. Oh, that's funny. And that got under my skin. Now, look, I still love it, to be honest with you. So, and yeah. I do think it fared better on the second viewing. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I had the exact opposite. And, and oh, my yes. first, it seemed like oh, she did appreciate it. She was willing to leave on a dime, leave her longtime boyfriend, mm-hmm. jumped mm-hmm. right into it excitedly. Um, it's not really one of those shows where she's like, you have to go, oh, crap. I no, got to go I know, do it was this. Like next so scene, she's I actually, like, yes. yeah. I, I felt like she was really into it. So that's that's interesting just to see those different reads. But I had yeah. waited to watch it until this podcast. Um, so when it came out, I'm I adore Lily Collins, and I adore Sex in the City for the outfits, especially. Mm-hmm. And I knew the outfits were going to be amazing in this show. I mean, they are cutest out of this out of this world Uh, thoroughbreds if you like outfits as well that's a movie that is just like every scene they're in new amazing outfits so go check that Mm. out but i i was kind of waiting to watch it for so long because i was like i feel like i am going to just love this like eye candy of a show and i was almost like scared to watch it oh for that Mm. reason I was, you know, when it's like at this point, I haven't seen Citizen Kane. I'm going to, I'm going to say Emily Perry (laughs) is getting upset when I bring it up to him. (laughs) So I haven't seen that. And I feel like now if I'm going to see it, I need to like really like shut everything out, sit down and like watch it, you know, or like see it in a theater. And that's how I felt about Emily and Paris. I was like. If I'm going to watch this, I really need... I can't just, like, put it on while I'm watching a video game. Same as Citizen Kane. Yeah. So, it is so similar to Citizen Kane. In many ways. I agree with you, though, that, like, when I watch it, I watch it. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a delicacy to me now. And I do love it. And the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now is from Emily in Paris. By the way, so beautiful. Really? Oh, that's ha- awesome. Yes. What does it say? So it's like, so it's uh, later in the season, they work with this designer named oh. Pierre Cadeau. Oh. And um, I, they sold, uh, they sold this uh, okay. t- sweatshirt. So I bought it and I love it and I wear it, love it. And only, and a few people are like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Ooh, you Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, look, I mean, even though I was critical, particularly of the pilot in the second episode, like how she meets him, how she doesn't understand that the, the numbering system on the floors is different, how she speaks English to everybody, how she's on her phone the whole time. Those sorts of things were what really bothered me. And yet I still love the show. Because when I go to Paris, my favorite thing 
is when I'm mistaken for a local. Oh, like when sure. somebody stops and is like, do you know what time it is in French? Like, do you know where this is? Which train do I take? Or, you know, what time is it? Or, you know, I, it's like, it's ecstasy for me yeah. to be mistaken <laughs> as a, for a Parisian. And I guess when I was watching the show, I had these like really different feelings because part of me was so jealous of her mm, and, her. and also living for her. Do you mm, know what I mean? It was like yeah. both things at once. And I felt like the character didn't really, um, care about being French and that's all I want to be in life is French. It's not that she wasn't excited to go there. It's that she... No, I think she was excited to go. She didn't revel in the exclusivity of this like event in her life. Anyone's life. Yeah, I I think it's that like you're you're saying, Irene, of she's not like trying to assimilate and like be part of the culture. I would agree with that. That is true. But I think that's what makes the Kurakamic character in it. And I'll, yeah. I'll throw this out there, and you could shut me down if this isn't. No, it. I'm gonna embrace it. <laughs> I'm gonna just say something completely politically hot. <laughs> no, um, okay. but I'm not. But if I did, that'd be funny. I just can't think oh, of anything. Okay. Um, but is it that she is like a totally comic, funny character in it? I think that's the intention. But are people not used to seeing? someone that looks like that be in that role is there a bit of like disconnect young and attractive yeah just is like that what you mean? uber attractive being the the giving this given the same lines that let's say a like america ferrera circa 2002 would be given and not, that's not to say huh. anything about her, but just speaking of how casting often works, I wonder if you see that. It's kind of like how often women, and especially attractive women in life, men and women alone will be like, oh, I didn't even know that was a joke that you just said. You know, like, so funny women often get completely blank-faced when they make a joke because no one's expecting it. Do you think there's something to that with her and how the character's written? Um, no, moving on. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just trying to think, I'm I'm just trying to make sure I understand. So you're saying that there, because I don't disagree with you that, um, particularly for women in comedy, it's generally you're a little bit more character than ingenue. Mm. Is that is that kind of what nice. you're saying? Something like that. Like, let's imagine a Anna Ferris in that role, or um, uh-huh. Sarah from the the newest cast of SNL, Sarah something. But okay. she's a very you know comic looking, funny. But let's say Anna Ferris because everybody knows her, and I can't think of the other girls. Sarah Squirm, <laughs> I think her name is. But okay. Anna Ferris in that role. Do we read that completely different? Then we do Lily Collins, who has never been even tailored as a comic actress, looks very Maybe. ingenue. I mean, I, I that could be. Um, I uh, that's possible. I mean, that's that's possible. I guess I do think that there are a lot of really funny, attractive women, though. Um, it, like, I think Jennifer Aniston is actually quite funny, and I think. Um, uh, who who else is? The, she's the first person that came to me that I, like has incredible Certainly. timing and also it's like absolutely stunning. Um, I also think Reese Witherspoon is great, funny, pretty. These are older women, or or they're they're in a different category now. They're not. Um, but uh, yeah, I I guess I'm gonna say I don't agree with that take. I hear you. Um, but the more I'm thinking about it, I think, cause I, I actually think Lily Collins is, um, pretty funny. Oh yeah. Like, and I'm she not, she knows when she's, when yeah. she has a joke. My, my know? stance is not that pretty women aren't funny or that Lily Collins oh, isn't. Cause it, I'm gorgeous. It is. That Hell yeah. <laughs> wish this was a video <laughs> podcast so people could see and know. Mm. Uh, but my stance is more so like if you flipped this on without knowing what it was, like classic TV, 
And then ah, you just see this woman okay. in the show. You have expectations of what the show is. So if she's being Perhaps. funny, you're like, this isn't funny because I'm not expecting that versus you see, um, maybe, you know, an Anna Ferris or... Yeah, uh, perhaps. Someone like yeah. that, you're like, that, I, that I think it's be. more that. Yeah. I, I want to make it clear yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. not saying attractive women are, aren't funny or that Lily Collins. Yeah, and look, I think I, she's I hilarious. Clear, I'm not saying that a 50 year old woman can't have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear about <laughs> We're that. We're stepping in it today, Irene. We really <laughs> we are. are. What's going to be my minefield? <laughs> yes, what's your minefield? Um, yeah, uh, that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I. Um, but I can tell you what I love about it. Here, I've told you what I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. I love um, the, uh, I, well, I love the costumes, as we've already mentioned. Although I cannot imagine walking on cobblestones in those heels <laughs> every single day. Like, there would be, like, I was just in Paris over Christmas. Yeah, you were. And, yes, I was. And um, I wore the wrong sneakers, and I ended up having terrible back pains. And I had to go to a... Um, I went to a, a foot locker and I just like bought something off of the shelf and like wore them out of the store. So you do have to have mm. comfortable shoes over there is what I'm saying. Um, but I love the way that it's shot. I love how colorful it is. I love how saturated it is. Mm-hmm. I love that it's a fantasy. It's being presented as um, her life is fantastical and so it's a confection it's a pastry it's a and that I love about it and so even even if I'm talking about how I don't like the stereotypical stereotypical thing there are things about the stereotypes that I love that sitting outdoor on the cafes drinking wine you know having snails you know escargot Mm -hmm. whatever it is like I love all of that and um and so and the other thing that's great about this show, and uh, three seasons in, they never acknowledge COVID. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I really Oops. do. It's like a world where COVID never happened. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, great. It's- when did the second season come out? Do you remember off the top of your head? So After the f- high pan? Yeah, they, or? They, basically, they come out like once a year. So it's okay. like around December. So it's like... 2020 was the first season. 2021 was the second. 2022 was the third. All yeah, great they, years. Yeah. All great years. It's never <laughs> mentioned. And yeah, memorable years for everybody. And honestly, that's one of the things that makes it feel even more like an escape for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a Paris. This is a, a this world. Like it, they never mention it. It's so great. Yeah, there people have like some hardline thoughts about that with their entertainment of addressing it or not. And I'm definitely well, look, a, I, depends. It depends too, because like I also love Law and Order SVU and they have a whole season where they're wearing masks. And like mm-hmm. on Superstore we wore masks mm-hmm. while we were filming when we came back in the fall of 2020. So, I don't have a problem with it at all. I th- but for whatever reason with this I love that it's Fantasy. never mentioned. Right. It's fantasy, exactly. It, I love that about it. How many times have you been to Paris, Irene? Because, like, to me, it's interesting. Because I'm trying to find, I'm trying to step into your shoes, Irene. All right, okay. my whole life, my whole life. Let's just oh. put it this. <laughs> your Foot Locker shoes. <laughs> my Foot Locker shoes. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm have my eye on them. Um, and I, I'm obsessed with Japan as much as you are obsessed okay. with France. Mm. And I just try to imagine, like. How would I feel about like a cheesy show made about Tokyo with like I'm just trying to translate everything into that. And okay. I can't figure out if I would like it or not. I can't. How, did you did you like Lost in Translation? The movie? I did. Okay. Cuz that's mm-hmm. in Tokyo, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And it has I mean, a bit a of different, that. Yeah, it's a different like yeah vibe obviously but i've been to paris like 12 times okay and this last time i went uh, my boyfriend and i went for two weeks and um we stayed in an airbnb and like we did do some touristy stuff but we did stuff that is not touristy and that's Mm. what i really love to do um so yeah i mean i fully admit that like 
first of all, I want to be on Emily in Paris. Mm. I think that she needs a Midwestern aunt who <laughs> is, is getting Emily. going through it. Yes, Emily's mm-hmm. Midwestern aunt is getting a divorce mm-hmm. and is like comes to Paris Wrong to shoes. forget her husband. Wrong shoes. Yeah, you've already got Wrong a storyline. Wrong thing. Wrong everything. But she. I mean, who knows? But like, I want to be on the show. So there's also I'm buying it. I'm buying the. There's whole. also the professional part of me that's like, this is what, like. I love the show on a lot of levels because I, I, Irene would love to work in Paris as an Irene actress. Would. Yeah, that's like way high on a pedestal for oh, me. Oh yeah. Um, I also would love to live the life that Emily is living. I mean, I don't really want to work at an advertising agency, but, or a (laughs) PR agency, but like, I love her apartment. I love, you know, the going to the cafes. I love, Mm -hmm. I love all of that. So I'm, I'm also aware that, as I said earlier, like I'm jealous of this character, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know what, you know what? I I found a parallel. Tokyo Vice. (laughs) Okay, I don't know at, at that. HBO, yeah, Tokyo Vice. I think it takes place in like early '90s. Okay, or something. And right. I, that's uh, the exact show I was thinking about. I didn't see it, but there was a, some discourse about it when it came out about it. Being... It takes place in the '90s, or it was filmed in the '90s. No, it's it's a recent it's a recent show from oh. last year. Ansel and, uh, Elgort. Right? Yeah, Ansel yeah. Elgort. Oh, okay. So good in it, and he like speaks really good Japanese in it and I'm really saying, like from my perspective but also from the perspective of my sensei who teaches me Japanese in um, from Japan so she's like he and she she actually was um accent training some actors on that oh. show but she was like yes he did he said she's like he worked so hard to sound wow. so good and wow, he sounds really good. Wow. But I have to say, I think he sounds better in the pilot because they had more time to prepare than he sounds in subsequent episodes. But still, okay. and even watching that show, which is basically about how difficult it is for him, it's not a fantasy, mm-hmm. in that sense. And I'm still jealous. I'm like, how dare this gaijin be in Tokyo and like <laughs> hang out with like Japanese people? And, and he's not there with me. Why am I not hanging out with these why Japanese people? Why am I not people? him? Yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yes. Like, definitely. So, yeah. so I, I feel like that show like it's a good show it has some issues but it's a really good show but i'm mostly obsessed with the fact that it's like i want to be him i want to live his life yeah and i would say that like i'm that that's one of the things that like as somebody who knows paris very well when i'm watching the show i i am loving that they're shooting on location Mm. like there are obviously some sound stages in it but like a lot of it is shot literally on the streets or at cafes and and that i it's like yeah. i want to bathe i want to take bathe. a bath in it yeah you know it made me want to buy a ticket douche sure. douche bath douche? yeah a uh, douche is a shower mm. and what about bath um bath is uh it's b-a-i-n bath bath like yeah bath. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever. but it's like it, it just like yeah, there's a jealousy there, and there's yeah. also a like a uh, a desire, and mm. uh, and and also it's the way that it's filmed, the way it's delicious. It's a delicious, it's a delicious show. And then they go, I don't know how far you guys got, but they go down to Nice. They go down to like the Cannes Film Fest, like Cannes Film. They're filming there. It's like in, they go out to a castle. It's like amazing. Wow. Oh. So so there's a lot of like it's not super stereotypical in terms of locations like her apartment you were saying all those things they speak they, they have some like uh I, I don't know like you recognize that the Accuracy. actual provision yeah. yeah now one thing about her apartment okay. um the in the pilot she goes in and it's called the chambre de bonne which means the maid's room and so this is um right. and they're they're always on the very top and a lot of times or all basically I think all the time there's no elevator to them mm. and sometimes the stairs are even on the outside of the building and it's where the, the maids lived and they are tiny I mean like they are they are tiny they do not have a kitchen you'll have a hot plate mm. but this is where a lot of people live in these 
chambre de bon it's called the, okay. the, ma- the maid's quarter and they're always in the top of the building with like the the housemanian buildings that have like the slanted windows mm. and so um anyway she walks into hers and it's got like a vaulted ceiling and it's got room for a full bed and it's got a kitchen and so that is not a and she says, oh, my God, this is so small or whatever. And I'm like, oh, a real chambre de bone mm. would be tiny, tiny, tiny. But also, this is a television show. So I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I was like, I would live there. That would be great. Yeah. You know, and she has like a huge closet and stuff. And it's like, oh. Sure. All those shoes you know. that she supposedly so wears. Many. Yeah. She wears them all it, over town. It reminded me, uh, her place was exactly like where I stayed when I was in Paris for a while. Where mm. steps all the way up, these like yep. weird steps to like kind of warped yeah. and stuff. And then yeah. the it was exactly like what you're describing. It was an Airbnb and the bathroom was the slanted ceiling. You could not stand up yes, in the bathroom yeah. or the shower. You would have to like sort of crouch. You'd have to either take a bath or sit down with the spray Bam. hose. The bang, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and start spraying yourself, and it was like so annoying but charming. I was like, man, this would be so cute if we lived here. Like the struggle of carrying your groceries up five flights of stairs, and then yeah. living like this. But it's so worth it with the atmosphere of the streets, the rooms. When did you? Sure. When did you go there, Joe? Tell us is like about that uh my uh wife who was my girlfriend at the time for my 30th birthday so now it would be about six years ago took me there mm. um and we spent mm. some time in paris wow. like five days or so she speaks fluent french mm-hmm. yeah yeah she lived there for oh, there she by the way right five I mean, years I know, or I'm so. so jealous who is yeah. this woman yeah she lived <laughs> what's, she what's lived her name there. yeah you should talk to her she you would love to talk about it because she straight up lived there then moved uh, over here so um she Is lived she the dream so she yeah. moved to the uk when she was seven and then in her teens moved to france but born here. Okay, okay. yeah so yeah born here but then had to learn the language had to go to french schools um all of yeah. that uh so, oh, so she lived your yeah. life the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah she I'm like I'm surprised it actually didn't come up earlier for me to bring it up. I she, know. She is Emily. Well, I'll tell you. So I was born in Beirut, Lebanon, and my uh, which um, used to be a French province. And so, like, my baptismal certificate is in French, and the hospital bill is in French and Arabic, and da 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 da. And so, about 15 years ago, I guess, I went to the consulate here. Um, in Los Angeles, which is on Wilshire. And I took all of my documentation because I was like, I bet I can be a French citizen. I bet I can do yeah. this. And they like turned me down immediately. They oh. were like, prior, if you were born prior to 1950, mm. you could have. Whoa. But no, I know. I missed it by a long time. But yeah, um, which but, is probably uh, good. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. If I were born in 1950, I'd be. <laughs> a lot older now so uh because i looked into like how could i work in france Mm. how could i do this you know all this kind of stuff so yeah what does paul think about all the all the love of right french and france so he's from canada um he does second france yeah second france yeah he doesn't quite i mean he, he doesn't necessarily share my love of france but i will say that when we we went to paris he was game for everything mm. like i saw him frolicking he, yes he was like <laughs> yeah um but we uh but he doesn't speak any french or anything like that but i think he likes it look i i can't even really explain my yeah feelings i mean maybe may, can you for japan no can you explain like no. you just don't get tired of it no right? it's like no. Any, anything like, anything let's talk about japan like i i'm annoying yeah i'm i'm terrible at yeah. it like if i see a japanese person i want to like engage like speak japanese oh to them let me yeah. tell you something here in los angeles i do yeah. the thing that apparently uh, um or it's not apparent it's not very nice it's where you ask somebody where they're from when you hear they have an accent sure. i guess that's not that's not a nice thing to do it's not great and yeah, it's not great, right? It's like... As a person on the eating side, it's not great. But people do it all the time. I know, but I don't do it anymore. But when I was doing it a lot, I would say to people oh. in French, 
yeah. are you French? And then they were like, no. And I'd be <gasps> like, oh, okay, all right. Then, <laughs> then who the fuck? I was cares? like looking. I was just like looking to speak French with like you're in Trader Joe's and you hear somebody yeah. speaking. And then I'm like, are you French? And they're like, we're from Israel. And I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I get talk it. To you later, I get bye. it. Though. As much as as much as I I am on the receiving end, I'm also in the on the on the other side of things. I'm like totally get the feelings. Yeah, it's just yeah, like it's, it's just somebody shoot. It's rude. It's rude. Shoot. It it kind of others them. But it's adrenaline know? in my blood. I I'm I'm on fire. Yes. Yeah, Joe. Do you have anything like that in your life that you're just like I love this thing so much? Like I'm losing. Sadly, like I become rude. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sadly, nothing in my life I have that intensity for. So I need to figure out what's wrong, but uh, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 mean, I like think, people yeah. know I love. They're like, "Hey, Irene, I heard about this French restaurant." I'm like, "Yeah, right. I've been there." And they're like, "Hey, Irene, yeah. I heard about. Did you hear about this? You mm. can buy French cosmetics okay. online." I'm like, "I know all about all right, it." All right, I have, they're I like, have, <laughs> I have one for you. I have okay, one for you. Okay, tell me. Uh, so my uh, sister-in-law Jay's uh, sister had a baby. Yeah. And uh, the Japanese grandmother to Jay and the sister, she passed away, uh, Reiko-san, like a while, like a, while, like a year ago. Mm. And so um, the sister names the baby Ray. And everybody like immediately like she named the baby after the baby's after great Reiko. grandmother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she's like, no, actually, whatever. Like, I don't know what's her story. I, I don't know what's her explanation. But she's like, no. So then Jay's mom texts me like Sasha. So they named the baby Ray. And then she's like, "Here's the explanation of uh, Ray, like uh, in Japan, like in Japanese, what that means." And I say, uh, "I know Reiko-san when she was alive, and I had a whole discussion about etymology of her name. I don't know what her kanji is, and like, like I'm like, I was just like." In a nice way, but it was like definitely like Sasha already discussed like all the Japanese things you could possibly <laughs> know about this poor child's name. Like it was bad. I was just like, "No, you get it." Yeah, get but it. I get, but I get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. Or like when people are like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to Paris. I'm gonna go to the Louvre." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. really?" Like I have like opinions like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are you gonna go there? Oh why? my God! I want to know why not. Uh, uh, what's happening? Well, look, the yeah. it, the Louvre is fantastic. Um, in my opinion, it's too much to see. People are like, "I'm gonna go to the Louvre for three hours," and you're like, "I." You're not going to see anything in the theater. No, you're going to be so stressed out. It's so crowded. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, if you're going to go to the Louvre, which uh, if if it's your first time in Paris, okay, absolutely. Um, But pick out the artwork you want to see before you go. Okay. And then go look at it and then leave. But if you're like, I'm going to start with the Egyptian stuff and then I'm going to work my way up to the Mona Lisa and then I'm going to – and you're like, you're going to be there for a week and a half. So – um, yeah. And there's so many things to see in Paris that like, I mean, it takes preparation to say, what do they have at the Louvre and what do I want to see? But that would be my recommendation. If somebody said, I'm going to go to the Louvre, that's what I would tell them to do. Do you have uh, like a email that you just have to change some words in it and you can send it to people recommendations to do in Paris? No, but I should do that. Yeah, because they always uh, ask you. And I've only been to Japan once, but I know enough to like yeah. tell people what to do there. So I just have to like change a couple of things and be like update some of them. <laughs> like, when are you is. going to Japan again? When are you going to Japan? I don't know. I'm probably going to sh- you know, sh- take the baby. So like whenever she's uh, mobile enough to be international. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's a couple Great. of years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Oh, I'm on fire with all this uh, French no, slash Japanese. listen. Which, by the way, very like <laughs> s- loving each other cultures. Like Japan and I know. France love each They yes. love each other. They love yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And, you know, in general, the French people um, love Americans, especially from a certain generation because of World War II. Like okay. there's a great fondness for Americans. Okay. Um, kind of post-Trump. And I went in 2016 right after Trump was elected and um, everyone uh, I mean we're not going to get super political here but everybody there kind of felt sorry for me Mm. Uh, they were like we're really sorry yeah Um, and then I've gone post Trump and they you know uh, you know they I don't know they've whatever 
I think post Trump them. Okay, anyway, they're like, we're we're still very sorry. <laughs> we're still really the, sorry yeah. that you. That I'm like, that happened. what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but. But, uh, but yes, and I don't know how the Japanese feel about American. Well, you're not American, but I no. don't know how the Japanese feel about Americans. But they, Yeah, they feel yeah. good. They feel pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in Japan, at least in Tokyo, there are a lot of really, which I think is amazing French, French pastries. Like they, yes. they, they figured it out. Like cause French yes. pastries are so exquisite and like yes. artwork, piece, basically pieces of artwork. Actually, like they, here... They, yeah. There is a French bakery that's run by Japanese people. Oh, yeah? What's the name of it? Yes. I'm going to find it. Okay. I haven't been there. And I think, oddly, it's in Koreatown. But it's like... Hey, those things uh, are... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why not? So, um, the parking. Uh, I think I'll find... The parking is terrible over there. <laughs> but so it's many terrible. great places. The parking is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man. But, uh, yeah, I'll find out. I'll, I'll email you because I actually haven't been. And actually, now that I'm mentioning it, I th- hope it made it through COVID because I had heard about oh. it pre, pre-COVID. pre Pre-high-pandy. Pre-high-pandy. Yeah, yeah pre-pandy. pandy Yeah, pre-pandy. Yeah. <laughs> Low-pandy, high-pandy. Medium-pandy? Yeah. Middle? Medium? <laughs> Medium-pandy also. Medi-pandy. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's the, uh, the South Korean Paris baguette. Which is a very has a bunch of pastries that are. Where is this? That's in that's in Koreatown, but it's all over. It's a chain. Um, oh. But that one's South Korean, which makes sense. <laughs> Their chain did not make Irene excited. Hearing <laughs> the word chain, but maybe it is great. Um, no, maybe it's delicious. But it is like, yeah, trying to be cool. Yeah, Paris vibes. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know where stuff. else there's a great, like, uh, the, the Vietnamese and the French. Oh, yeah. There's a great, great, like, uh, affection and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, symbiotic deliciousness. French in England, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. I have an, uh, an English friend, and when I told him I was going to Paris for Christmas, he goes, why? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, why don't wow. you come to London? And I was like, because I'm going to go to Paris. And he said, all right. Like, he was like, I don't know <laughs> why you want to do that to yourself. But well, okay. Because I, I, in that trip that my wife took me to, we went to London and then Paris. Like, mm-hmm. equal times nice. of each. Paris, way better. Wow. Way I better. Been I, like London. I, I like London a lot, but I adore Paris like there's just something about it that feel like I I don't get lost there like I can always kind of find my way I'm like Mm -hmm. well and maybe it's because you know there's a river that goes through the center of it and so you're like well if I can orient myself I can find but um I I uh I love there's something very deep in me that just previous life previous life Maybe, yeah, yeah. Has to be. Which, t- to take it back to Emily in Paris, is why I'm so mad at her. She's living my life, mm-hmm. living her best <laughs> and your best life. Yes, yeah, she's living my best life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, are we ready to go to the ratings? I think so. I think we've really uncovered Great. as much as you <laughs> like Emily and Paris. You just love mm-hmm. the Paris mostly. I love mostly, yeah, Paris. Yeah. I think if this was Emily in Zimbabwe, maybe you wouldn't be as excited about it. Passionate. I may not. Look, yeah. I may not. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think we really got to the heart of your love I think here. we did. I feel, I feel, yes. And now, how do the ratings work? All right. Yeah. We're going to uh, rate Emily and Paris on a scale of zero to 10 using something else as our basis for the scale so that something else can be another TV show. So you could say like, hey, Scrubs is a 10. It's so funny. And the Emily and Paris isn't as funny. So it's a three out of 10. Oh. Or you could even say, hey, uh, Pond de Chocolat is a three mm, out of 10. But this one. is way sweeter. So it's a 10 out of 10 compared to that. And if that doesn't make sense, don't worry. Sasha and I will go first. Okay, I can great. go first. Um, yeah. yeah. Tokyo Vice, 9.5 on the 10 scale. There's some issues with the story. Who cares about the story, she says. Um, 
you know, Emily in Paris, still not great, you know, even on the rewatch. You know, I, I, I am interested in going to Paris, although it's not on the top of my list, but I'm definitely being infected right now, being infected by your enthusiasm, <laughs> Irene. <laughs> New candy is starting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, Emily herself, especially, and m- less and less, you know, less so Perry, but both say Emily herself. I give it a three on the 10 scale. Wow. Okay. Well, I only saw the two episodes, the first and the second, because uh, uh, my wife wanted to watch them with me. She's been a fan of mm. the show. So she's like, you have to watch it. Let's watch it together. And then it became one of those things where it's like, well, don't watch it without me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she works the opposite hours of me. So we just haven't, I didn't want to betray her. So I haven't watched more just for That's that not. reason. But I'm going to rate it against the OG Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. which I've loved that show ever since I was a young boy and somehow came upon it. Pubescent or pubescent. I'm still pre-pubescent. I'm waiting for some <laughs> things to happen. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, cross my fingers, <laughs> this is my year. But uh, really enjoyed that show. I think it maybe went on too long with new seasons and movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a knock against it. But, I mean, that show is just... Uh, a part of media history now so gotta give it a nine out of ten i'll take Including a point shut up i love it by the way yes former yeah episode. true yeah, yeah. former mm-hmm. episode strong episode yeah. go check it out strong. Um, but i'll take a point out for it overstaying its welcome so nine out of ten okay. emily and Paris, you know it's hard to truly rate it against the og if i have not seen the entirety of the three mm-hmm. seasons but having seen what i've seen <gasps> it's a nine out of ten Oof. Okay. Wow. Okay. What well, since we're using shows, I'll use another Darren Star show, Beverly Hills 90210. Mm. So Beverly Hills 90210 on the, um, on the scale, on the one to 10 scale, uh, was groundbreaking, um, introduced us, introduced us to, a lifestyle, a bunch of new characters, a uh, bunch of actors who are still uh, hoofing it. Um, but I also think it overstayed its welcome. I think it was on for 10 seasons and it should have ended at, at like seven. So I'm going to say it's a seven out of 10. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to say eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. I think Emily in Paris is a seven out of 10. Okay. Not yeah, quite legendary. Show. As, Not yeah. quite yeah. legendary. Um, and as much as, because as we've been discussing it, my affection for the show, I don't know why I never saw this. Crystallized. Uh, is really more about Sorry. my love for the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, versus the like screenwriting, <laughs> the, actual the, the acting. Show. Yeah. I don't know why this yeah. is just now occurring to me. <laughs> But um, so for the show, I'm going to say the show is a seven out of ten. But the Paris itself versus the valley. The city is a nine million out of ten. And the valley, where does it fall on the nine million scale? Oh, the valley. The valley is like an eight out of ten. Okay. So Paris is better than the valley (laughs) for sure. Yeah, it's fair. And if you don't know what that reference is to, (laughs) check out. (laughs) Check out uh, one of the early episodes with Irene, which was uh, on the valley. Wow, wow. What a journey. What a journey with beautiful tangents, I have to say, I think. Yeah, I love when our show can help a guest even understand more why they love something. Because how much do you, when do we get a chance to talk about what we love focused for an hour? You know, like, you just don't get that, that chance. So you don't. No, in in a casual conversation, it's like, you're going to end up talking about something else. And that's what this podcast exists for, for focusing yeah. on the things and you I love. And I am so glad to know you love Japan. I didn't know Obsessed. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And Joe, yeah. I hope we we find something for you to obsess about. Yeah, maybe when yeah. I hit puberty, I'll love puberty as much <laughs> as uh, you guys love Japan and France. And then uh, uh, just so that Irene can go and uh, start stalking your wife on the Internet. Yeah. What's yeah. going on there? Yeah, what's going why on? Why do I why do I not know her? I don't <laughs> understand. 
Yeah, we'll we'll hook you guys up. She can answer all your questions in French. Yeah, yeah, you can talk great. to her. Yeah, she would There's love a, a French I, buddy, honestly. Just this morning, be awesome. before I did this, I watched an hour-long talk from the Alliance Francaise on April in Paris. I did that from 11 to 12 today. Obsessed. Yeah, that's obsession, obsessed. for sure. <laughs> I was actually going to have my wife do the intro of the show because I was like, I don't Damn. know. I don't know shit about... Call her over. French. Is she around? Uh, I don't want to go get her. All right. Uh, but we'll hook uh, her and Irene up so they can chat yeah, please. in French. That would be awesome. Please. I would love awesome. it. Je l'adore. Uh, je l'adore. Us. What uh, is going on with you? Anything to plug at all except... Uh, except well, why except? Plug, the, plug Dottie. Plug, plug her Oh, away. yeah. She's sleeping right now. Um, okay. You know what? I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just uh, hustling. I'm like getting mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in the swing of things. Um, I'm glad some auditions are going back in person, but I will say I've gotten much better at self-taping. It's not really a plug. I'm just revealing <laughs> <Cheering. it> about <laughs> myself. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's see. I don't, yeah, I don't really have, I did shoot a commercial recently, but I'm not able to say what it's for. Okay, so, well, then don't. Um, yeah, I can't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so just, just out here, just, just out here living. Living, living. Emily, no, Emily's living your life, best life, and you are yeah, living a life. I'm living a life in the valley. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> awesome. Joe, what's going on with you? Uh, go to joecabello.com, sign up for my email list, go check out my comic book or my graphic novel, rather, Bottoms Up. It's been getting tons of five-star reviews on Etsy, so you could be one yeah. of those. It's about a killer bottle of booze, so go check Ooh. it out. We got some projects coming out in the next coming months, too, so you'll want to hit up that email list. Amazing. Thank you, Irene, for coming out. Shut up. I love it. Great to Thank have you. Thank you for having me again. What's uh, going on with you, Sasha? Oh, yeah. Uh, I am in the, uh, in the, on the East Coast in New England, which is a promising, beautiful spring is happening. Uh, and I'm about to uh, start uh, in June teaching a new class. So sign up for that uh, TV pilot lab on uh, scriptanatomy.com where you'll take your pilot idea all the way to the first draft. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute. It's for true. The art. Yes, it is true. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this beautiful track. And thank you for listening. French, something French. Go ahead. Uh, merci pour votre attention. <laughs> no, uh, attention. Attention. Oh, merci. Bah, oh, bah, oh, can I plug something, too? You, yeah. might, you might like this, Irene. So, uh, back like... Seven, eight, ten years ago. I don't know if you guys remember the like web series boom where everybody yes. was making a web series and it was always <laughs> yes. like, oh, it's our life. You know, like we're three actors living in an apartment or oh. whatever. Yes, it was yes, a lot yes, of stuff yes, like yes, that. Set up. So me and my yeah. friends were really like sick of those. So we made one because I lived on Normandy Street or Normandy Avenue, I think it might be. It was called Normandy. And what we did is we wrote the scripts, but then we would translate them in French. And it was a, it's a French web series where we what? speak complete French uh, in it. And uh, only one of the guys sort of knew French from uh, high oh, school. That's amazing. And then I tried my best. Then there was one guy who's god awful at speaking it and like couldn't get it. But we we committed fully. It's subtitled wow. in English. Okay, check. donc uh, tu parles français. I don't know. <laughs> if it's on the script, I can understand what you're saying. But um, otherwise, I don't know. But if you want to check that out, it's called Normandy. Love it. We'll Merci. drop it. We'll drop it in the description of this episode. Yeah, I forgot about that too. I'm like having all these things where I'm like, oh yeah, my uh, uncle's actually the prime minister of uh, France too. <laughs> yeah, you're I, like, I forgot. Oh, I also I forgot I'm French. <laughs> I was born there. Yeah, I'm recording in France. I, I'm there right now. <laughs> Au revoir. Au revoir. Yes. <laughs>